Welcome back to the Anime Safe Space Podcast. We're on episode 40 this week, another big landmark, I guess. Um, getting close to that one-year mark for this podcast. Uh, uh, one year of a shit show, really. Why haven't we canceled ourselves yet? I don't, th- I don't know why we haven't canceled ourselves, honestly. But, you know, this shit show is still going. The shit train is still riding on. Um, and also important news. I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> yeah, important news again. Telt has once again died. Uh, so he's he's not going to be here. We'll resurrect him next week with the Dragon Balls. But um, that was a cringy joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, can we start over? Like, no, I don't not. want. I I don't want this in the. In the no, we're, we're leaving this. We're leaving this. Everybody's All right. So if you, stuff. Yeah, so if you guys remember a long time ago, one of our best episodes so far, Gintama <laughs> special, right? It yeah. did it amazing, right? It did it so amazing during best during another performing episode. It's actually one of the worst, all right? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, we it was our first time doing a duo, and there was a lot of parts where we were just, like, stuck. <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, it's not going to happen this time. Uh, the last bonus episode we had to put on the Patreon, it was also just me and Jake. Uh, again, this summer, uh, it's kind of going the opposite of how we said it was going to. We said, like, we're going to have a lot more time. We'll be able to pump out a lot more. But now it turns out conflicting schedules uh everything's not lining up for us so we're putting out episodes when we can and uh obviously this week uh tell has been very busy so me and jack had to do it when we can and also it's pretty late i think this is the latest we've ever recorded i think uh i think we had i think i know i think we had like a 1 a.m like around the we might have i think i remember us talking about a 1 a.m recording well regardless this is still very much much later than we record i mean to be fair it's only like an hour yeah, it's yeah. not that bad. I mean, who knows? We might go for three hours today, Jake. Let's see how much endurance. Please no, got. please no. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually like so tired right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Like you've, a, been, you've been working your ass off because you're you're an employed man, like a loser. Yeah, I'm not being employed. Yeah, you're unemployed right now, and I actually got another. Yes, I have another job lined up, or I already got accepted, or I accepted the offer, and now I'm going to be working like or, or possibly like twelve hour days with only one day off. That's the fucking life. That's, That's fucking the life, life, yeah, I know. And so, like, a lot of this time, like, I'm not going to be have time, like, running the Discord and all that stuff. I'm still going to try and pump up when I can, but, like, even now, like, I'm not on Discord as much, which is supposed to be my thing. So, I'm going to I'm gonna try and, like, before all that happened, just try to be more active in this in this Discord. And especially because we're going to have a watch-along uh, with the Ghost, the Ghost Stories dub. We're going to watch that from episode one. Did a poll... Uh, who was what's the best time for you guys EST and we're gonna be going around like the 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. EST so I'll, I'll figure out a time oh, yeah. be- between that oh. bless you dude dude he it's one of those the sneezes that are not sneezes oh that's like yeah I muted myself just so you guys didn't hear me sneezing the mic but um, oh man that was uh oh that beat my ass my voice might be raspy now <laughs> that's actually funny but no we actually have we don't have we, I, we I, I would like to say we have a lot to talk about we actually don't <laughs> i mean we have questions stuff but we'll get to that later um but we well, did bring up last week that we're going to be watching some summer seasonals obviously not all of them have aired yet but a good deal of them and we could just go ahead and talk about the ones that we liked so far and uh starting off with because i saw that you watched it i looked at some of your updates on uh, analyst um bokutachi no remake or remake our life i think our life is. yes yeah have you no you didn't watch it no i watched it 
Oh, you watched it? How'd you like it? How'd you like it? it. Oh, how'd you like it? Because I kind of like enjoying it because uh, this is one of the few animes that are like not in a high school setting, but rather a college setting. And it's more, it's it's following like, uh, he was at two stages in his past life, right? It was either he go do the normal route, what everyone else does and does whatever. And the second path was he become an uh, art student and do what he has passionate about. And this is pretty much his second chance at life, I would say, yeah. because it was pretty much a a series of mis of unfortunate events pretty much landed upon him. Yeah, um, to me, even though it's not like an isekai or anything, it does give me like Rizio and Mushiko Tensei vibes, in the sense that this is a second opportunity provided to somebody who is both down on their luck. And while obviously we haven't seen much of this guy, I'm assuming a lot of the problems they're going to deal with is him either giving himself too much self-pity or like which because they already addressed in the first episode like he already he knows that just because he has experience doesn't mean that he's on the same level or above these other people like he was expecting and he's already kind of getting put in his place so i feel like it's going to deal with a lot of like self-worth issues self-confidence and obviously you know regrets and um and i really like I just really like the angle of it. Yeah, he knows how what out, one outcome was, which is him just taking the normal route of going to college, and then obviously his life has been miserable. So even if this art school stuff doesn't work out, I think the idea is at least he tried, at least you know you did what you wanted to, and therefore no matter what outcome he gets, at least this is the better option. So, and I like it's been interesting. Right, go, go. Uh, but um, there was also the thing because his roommate was one of his idols. Mm-hmm. Right, I was so not th- that. I, I wasn't expecting that either. I like that approach because, like, he gets to see what she's doing to become the person she is, and, or she was before in the the before he uh, reset, pretty much. And I kind of like that because you get to see the amount of hard work they're doing, even with their like. We don't know that, but I'm guessing like he's living with the big three, his big three idols. That's what I'm guessing so far because already one of them was there. And we already know the redhead girl is. She's so you know fine, what, man. She's, she's so fine, fine, but she's fucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so there's all that. It's, yeah, I mean, uh, even though it's not like a bad thing, it is just one of those things where it's like, of course, all of this thing is super co- coincidental for him. He, of course, he uh, became an underling to the to the redhead girl right before he goes back in time. So then he ends up in college in the same class as her, which I'm assuming that person is her mother the teacher because they look exactly the same who he also happens to be a roommate to his number one idol who it, it, it just seems like a lot of coincidences but you know it kind of has to happen for something like this it's it, well it's it's anime it's, it's got to set it up right i know this is the I'm just saying, it, there's there's a, there's just a lot of instances where it's just like yeah of course this and this and this happens at the exactly appropriate time right before you set it up but then it kind of so, I mean, makes it, it, it could sense. make sense it could make sense in the in the point that like those were the big three and the reason why they were so close and they made that game was because in college they were very close in this house yeah they and maybe it could be yeah so it could be like one of those things and maybe that down the road there's an episode that like goes in their bibliography when you they say this an interesting thing even though i doubt it will happen because it wouldn't really make any sense but like what if it turns out that he was one of the big three like 
in his regular life like he created one of the stu- works he you're admired. actually stupid you're, you're well, actually stupid no because the idea is that they don't know what some of these people look like or like he's one of the big ones i mean it would it wouldn't make much sense and it would be very paradoxical but i, I do think that would be like something interesting like it would make a, a, a very good plot point it turns out he ended up creating the thing he loved you know, it, like it, I feel like that no, would work I, I in another get, show. I, okay, maybe. No, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's not that he was the one that is a part of that group, but he in turn created that group. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that I think also that's. Works. Where you, oh, I thought that's what you were saying. I was like giving it like he was actually. Well, I wasn't saying that. Well, I was saying if, if it, what if he was one of the big three? But obviously, that wouldn't make any fucking sense. That, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> so, that's what I was saying. Yeah. But I kind of like I, I kind of like the my idea where he inversely created those three. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it had to come full circle in some of those ways because I feel like that would lend to his character journey. But regardless, the girls are hot. That's mostly what matters. We should have said that at the beginning. Hey, so. The idol? The, his idol? I forget her name. Sorry. It's the first episode. I'm not very good. Dude, she is pure. She's banging. <laughs> She's banging. Not going to lie. And but she yeah. got blue hair. She's already top. Like, not blue even going to lie. Blue hair with the yellow pins. I mean, it's a very safe and classic design, but I love it every, every single time they do it. Every time. There's, you literally can't go wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was a great show. Also, yeah, also it was a one-hour episode, so mm-hmm. or forty-eight minutes, whatever, if you, whatever you want to say. So it was it was a really good way to introduce, and I, I didn't feel like there was a lot of a uh, downtime. Something was actually well, always happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, well, yeah, there wasn't downtime. It was uh, everything was setting up for something, and I did like the good twenty minutes setup because you know it is. It, it's not like tragic. Like I wasn't like super didn't feel super bad about like everything that was going on but i mean maybe they'll reveal more as the show goes on but it, it i did like the setup of he's super down on his luck he goes to his parents house lands like the dream like deal of his life so i was while i was watching it i was wondering i was like so how the hell are they going to set up him going back in time or justify why he goes back in time but then of course you know the same exact thing happens the the company goes bankrupt they uh let everybody go and it's just like uh, what they're at least showing is that he was just trapped in an endless cycle and probably destroying himself with self-pity. So, and I, I like that setup. You get learn a lot about him in just such a short amount of time, mm-hmm. and now he's reset. He's so. reset. But I do like I uh, I do I'm I am quite looking forward to all the stuff that they do plan out, especially the other two roommates because. Oh, we only have guesses so far to what they do, but we know the guy is very knowledgeable, especially in art. Mm-hmm. I need to have that one-off comment that like I was working all night, so and we don't know what he was working on. So there's still that mystery to that little comment. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I think looking forward to, get, to more of it. Look, look, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, next up the the uh, one of my yes, favorites, sir. even though it's so <laughs> stupid. I know what you know what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Kanjo no Kanjo or girlfriend it's, girlfriend this show all right this show this show knows exactly what it's doing and it's doing it well (laughs) the characters are stupid the characters are dense everyone knows it but they refuse to say no i don't get it (laughs) it's so funny though it's so weird like it's 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 so weird to say this but it is the one harem that is actually following through with being a harem in the sense that he's actually dating all of them because like Technically, the harem label, when it's applied to anime, is actually kind of misused. Because, yeah, while they are in love with the MC, most of the time the feelings aren't reciprocated or, you know, he's not dating them. Something like Nisekoi. 
while he has feelings for Onedera and Chitoge, all the other girls isn't necessarily, he's not reciprocating those feelings. So while there's six girls in love with him, that isn't necessarily by definition make it a harem. But on Girlfriend Girlfriend, they all love him. He loves all of them. He's dating all of them. And uh, so in a weird way, it goes against harem conventions. That we're used to, right? Yeah, that we're used to. I, I, I can't, I don't remember a show or even heard of a show that kind of did it like this. So, to be fair, this is also the first episode, so... Yeah. And I, I would I, like to see I how they, what they do. Yeah, I am interested to see, like, where it goes from here. Because most harems are built on the MC being indecisive, and thus you can move the plot forward by him, like, maybe developing feelings for one girl at some point, and then, like, realizing he doesn't. Or, you know, him trying to figure out which girl he is in love with, or him trying to realize his feelings. But in this case, they're all dating already. So what so, is the conflict gonna be? <laughs> so I think I think with the uh, with the conflict with we're just from impressions that he's gonna add a girlfriend maybe like in two episodes, three episodes. Well, he clearly adds to the two house. extra ones. Yeah, he yeah. He to the, he he adds him to the house. He adds him to the house. So now it's gonna be like three, three. There's three people living there now. And now it's gonna be four. Then it's gonna be five. And the conflict's gonna arise in the house. That's where I think a lot of this stuff is gonna be because we already see. The first one, the childhood friend, she's kind of a bum. <laughs> hey, I love she's, her. Don't disrespect hey, her. Hey, hey, she's hot, but she's a but bum she's compared also, to the other she's one. stupid. No, yeah, I mean, they're, they're both pure. Don't look. Come on. They're, well, yeah, well, no, actually. They're not pure. Sorry. I'm they're wrong. not pure. Do you, have yeah. you seen, do you remember what the MC said? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to remember the names as, as of right now. Cause yeah, I don't remember any of their names, to be fair. They were just super hot girls. <laughs> they were super hot. You could, hey, another blue-haired. Um, yep. Thing. honestly that's that that's sold it's me. it's the blue hair right now all right uh she can cook she studied she does yoga does everything right and then you see the the childhood friend well that's that is the trope okay so it is in a weird way like so it uses a lot of the regular ham tropes the childhood friend who's you know like you said the useless bum but the one <laughs> thing she has up on everybody is you know she's length hot. of time with the mc <laughs> And, you know, just being the childhood friend, being around the longest. So, I mean, it is going to have those types of characters. But uh, regardless, I, I, I really like the show. And, again, this is maybe secluded. But for whatever reason, there's always a big show that gets shot on every season. Um, this is the one that's subject to that. A lot of people are, I don't know why, but they're going into it trying to take it seriously. And if you guys are listening and haven't watched Girlfriend, Girlfriend, please don't go in expecting this to be something serious it knows it's stupid believe me the show knows it is stupid they they even call the mc dumb for his jumping into conclusion <laughs> because yeah. the very logical answer of, to him having a girlfriend and getting asked out is just to turn her down and he even mentions that is the logical thing to do but then he's like you're too cute to turn down so let's go ask my girlfriend if i could date both of you and then they just basically peer pressure that the girlfriend into saying yes and then he immediately moves them into his house Yep. All while mentioning how batshit insane all of this premise is. And they still do it. So they are very self-aware. Believe me, the show knows yeah. it is dumb and it is fun. It's okay to enjoy dumb things. I don't, that's, that's what I don't get a lot of what a lot of people like. A show doesn't have to be like serious. It doesn't have to like get straight to the point. It could be stupid. There could be comedy. It's a comedy too. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, I, I do want to put this out there. I don't think this is a, a romance or... 
a harem first and foremost. This is a comedy first and foremost. Like somebody put it best, it's not a romantic comedy. It's a comedic comedy romance. romance. Yeah, that's, yeah, or that's, comedy romance. So it's comedy. Like, comedy is the first premise where you're going to think of with with the show instead of yeah. the harem aspects or the romance aspects. Yeah, I was going to say because they they speed ran through the romance. Now oh. <laughs> the the real comedy comes from you know what they do with that romance, but. I mean, they were talking about threesomes, so there's yeah, actually, right off the bat, dude, the no show, I mean, look, the, the no show was the show was balls to the wall. It, it's fucking <laughs> right. It was pretty funny. It's crazy. It was pretty funny. It was fun. Opening's a banger, by the way, and the ending. Uh, I like the ending way more. I don't know about the opening. I don't know why. I'll I have I, to. Uh, it's because it doesn't, you know, pick up crazy because it, it has like that slow build up, and then it kind of like builds up a little bit and then slows down again, then builds up. Uh, so I mean, I get why people don't like it. Personally, I love it. Ending though. Complete banger. Yes. I will agree yeah. every time to that. Actually, let me pull up my list on my phone. Of the shows, you mean? Yeah. I've only wa- I think I've only watched three. Well, I, I think, think there's, to be fair, I think there's only like four or five oh. airing right now. Everything else airs this weekend, so. Oh, or, okay. you know, tomorrow, like Slime. Oh, Slime. Oh, my God. Dude. Which I'm so excited so for. Oh, okay. Uh, remake. Actually, yeah, those are the two things I watched. Actually, <laughs> yeah, and I've only I, watched one more. I've only I watched one swore, more. Yeah, I could have swore I watched. Uh, I watched another show, but I guess I didn't. Oh, okay. So I I'm watching a Pretty Boy Detective. That's what I'm watching. Actually, well, that was from last season. But, that was yeah. from last season, but I am starting to watch it now. I I didn't know this beforehand. I just knew it was Pretty Boy. Like everything was like it's gorgeous, all that stuff. I didn't know it was made by some of the people from Shaft. So you Not get like the some Monica. of the people from Shaft. It's, it's Studio Shaft that made it. Oh well. Anyways, I, th- right. I think it's very clear with how it looks, and it's Nisio Eason, the guy that made Monogatari. Yeah. So I. It's fun. It's a, it's a very fun show. Yeah. The the leader's stupid. The boys are hot. Not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, boys are hot, dude. Boys the are white hot. the white haired one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Dude, the guy Ooh. with long legs or the the track star legs. The track star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm watching that. I'm probably gonna finish it probably in the next like two weeks. I'm not. I'm gonna take that show slow because. Yeah. It's I a monogatari. Got past the first episode, man. <laughs> Bro, the second episode kind of neat. <laughs> You get to get to see. I don't know what they're going to do after. I think they're probably just going to do stories. But uh, the next, um, I'll only watch one more show. It's uh, called The Case Study of Venetus. It's uh, set in like a 1800 style with futuristic stuff with vampires. I mean, a lot of people that I think it was like Pandora Heart. I think the same author made that. And this is looking like a good adaptation. The ending is an absolute banger, right? Uh, this, I, I, I told you you should listen to it, and you didn't freaking, you freaking just fell asleep. So, I don't remember that at all, but no, you said zzz, zzz. yeah, like oh yeah, you sleep yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you didn't listen to it. No, it's oh, an I'm gonna watch banger. the show. I'm gonna watch maybe watch the show. Maybe yeah. you maybe I don't I don't know if you'll like it because if you if you like this, you probably would have watched Moriarty the Patriot. Oh yeah, then probably not. No, but it but this the show kind of like it's kind of fun, where the point is like it has it goes into like the chibi styles every t- every every once in a while, with uh just to like show a lighthearted stuff. But I think there's gonna be a lot of dark themes in here because that's, it did. Sh- what's I was up? gonna say that's done by Bones, right? Mm, Let me. Check. I think yeah, you can check. But um, yeah, it's just a. Uh, he this guy was looking for the book of Anitas and some random guy has it and so 
now he's no. just gonna be following following each other. They're gonna I be pals. I can't take that show seriously because I just think of Kingdom Hearts when I hear <laughs> Vanitas. So I'm just going to expect yeah. him to start talking about darkness. Oh, my God. And <laughs> what was, what was the, the stupid quote? I forget. I forget that stupid quote from Vanitas and Cage 3. I don't know, man. There's so many stupid quotes from <laughs> Kingdom Hearts in general. How do you, ex- you... You can't get away from the darkness without using the dark... Something like that. Oh, yes. He he mentioned the darkness by being made from darkness or something. Yeah, I I remember. (laughs) That's not important, though. Uh, You guys probably look it up yourself. Yeah, go look it up, dude. Just look at uh, anytime Vanita says darkness. You're looking like a (laughs) 10-hour walkthrough. Anytime darkness in general is said in Kingdom Hearts, there is definitely... Definitely going to take over an hour. But to be fair, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 1 right now. There's not a lot of mention. Well, because darkness wasn't really brought up until, like, too right because that's when well, it wasn't too nobody that's when the nobodies and organization 13 and all of that so, were actually yeah, relevant yeah kingdom hearts 2 was when all the nobodies and all that stuff was happening and but i still think well, like darkness technically darkness showed was up in chain of memories showed up in chain of memories uh you know bit of lore for you there but didn't did that did that come out after i don't i don't know I, no I chain I of memories is right after uh, kingdom hearts 1 on the game boy advance I no and, and like and like when it they dropped yeah it came out before kingdom hearts 2 Oh, well, not a lot of people played it because, you know, who would have a PlayStation and then have a yeah. Game Boy Advance? It was underrated. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, it was, it was, uh, I know it's a good game, but it's just like you have to buy so many systems just to enjoy the whole series. Oh, yeah, I know. That's the, the one bad part about Kingdom Hearts. You got to have a <laughs> PS2, PS, PS4, um, well, and any new console, I guess. For I mean, now they streamlined it, but back then... If you wanted to have the experience before they released the final mixes, I don't know why we're on a Kingdom Hearts tangent, but you had to have a <laughs> PS2, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, and uh, 3DS. 3DS, yeah, because her dream dropped. So and yeah, then also you have oh, to have the, PSP, phone, game the, oh, phone, the game. phone game and the phone game. Yeah, so yeah, that's five so different things, Jesus. Yeah, that's stupid. It's no, really six stupid. Six different things, yeah. Six, they made yeah. it very hard to follow the story. Which, I mean, some people do. Like, I... I try to follow i think every after dream drop distance it was just like everything got so bad i have to like i literally have to watch like an hour or two or two video just to try and understand after dream drop because there's like time travel then this guy dane or goes in the past then he goes to the future then he goes back to the past in order to eat, meet someone something like that and they like they meet up at like a kfc somewhere i don't know like it's it really happens like that so that's it's fucking yeah, that, that's it's basically crazy. what happens. It's it's it, it was it was very it wasn't as convoluted as it is was before Dream Drop. I think Dream Drop just introduced it introduced time travel and that just went haywire. Yeah, but I do like what is going with uh, after KH three. I haven't seen like any of them the melody, the new one, Me- melody of memories, melody of storms, whatever. I don't know what happens at the end, but I I I do want to know like what is a uh, Varum Rex addition and uh, Shibuya being a part of it and if the uh, not the world that never was uh, what was that what was that game the world ends with you world ends with you I wonder because it's probably going to have a huge um, impact in the next game hey well the second game uh, of the series comes out in like three weeks so we'll find out then if we'll uh, Sora then. makes an, makes a cameo or something or if if uh, uh, discount Noctis comes in. 
All right, we're going to get off this Kingdom Hearts tangent because we've been actually been talking about it for like way too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't even like wrap up our uh, seasonal talk. But yeah, I mean, that was all the seasonals we saw. It was only two or three so far. Like, so I think the only one we're missing that is probably of note so far is the detective is already dead. I really want to watch it oh, because Siesta, that, the oh my main god, white girl. I, oh my god, I'm so stupid. I did watch it. You did watch <laughs> did. it? Okay, well, I did talk watch about it. how good it is because I'm interested. Oh my god. Okay, so it starts off, right? The girl is freaking hot. I'm going to tell you that right now. White hair, nutty, right? She's a Slim detective. She looks like a mother. Yeah, she, yeah. Um, so it just goes on. This guy has a lot of, it's like kind of like a lot of misfortune. Not like Remake Our Life where it's just like a series of unfortunate events. This guy, unfortunate events always go to him. That kind of thing. He's always caught in the wrong place at the wrong time in him. And, you know, this detective just starts to, you know, she knows what's up. She knows. She says, "A case is already solved, or a case is already handled before it even starts." And I was like, "Goddamn Sherlock Holmes over here, dude!" But animation. I'm, I'm not gonna get too far into like the, the plot because, I mean, she's going after like a secret organization right now. I think something like that. But animation was great. Um, characters are very likable because you get to see like kind of the dynamic of. Uh, a girl just or the detective just trying to have a sidekick or wanting a sidekick now and a guy that's just like persistent you don't want me or he finds out that he wants she wants him because of what his little trait is that kind of thing it's um, interesting it's the it's the same studio that did uh uzaki chan oh and apparently they've only done uzaki chan data life 3 <laughs> and kimono michi which uh that was definitely a show that I watched. Yeah. Uh, I am adding to my dropped list now because I only got past two episodes, I think. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I, I think the animation should be fine with it uh, based mm-hmm. on those two things I've seen. So Yeah, especially when they're in the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really good. But I kind of, it, it looks like right now it's just going to be like a case-to-case basis with like the little undercover, the secret underground company boss i don't know what it is a group is just gonna be like in the background i don't i don't really want it because it's like kind of like the monster of the week type of format and i don't like that that's why i don't like jojo part three that much even though the characters are cool it has very good moments like the monster of the week though it just drains you well i mean it's if it's a detective show i would assume it's gonna fall that format so i'm not too bothered i guess cs is too hot to, to let it bother me yes yeah, siesta is very hot but i just don't want it to like that's all it is, right? Yeah, I want the, I want the story to plot. go above or maybe around like the halfway mark. And the group has like a much more presence. And it's not just a case-to-case basis. The, it's a just one-bit case at the end. So for uh, sorry for the listeners if there's a weird cut. Uh, my internet has been very shit. So um, yeah, <laughs> disconnected, but we're back. Anyways, we're jumping into a new segment anyways, so it should be fine. Um, we're going to be answering the listener questioners like we usually do. Uh, totally have, not milking you guys. Yeah, we definitely don't have ideas right now. <laughs> but there's actually a lot of interesting ones this week. I actually really like the ones we got. And uh, we can start it off since it was seasonal discussion. Um, this is sort of relevant. We did answer it last week, but this comes from at Claire Soon. Thank you, Claire. She asked, if you have watched any of the seasonals so far throughout winter and spring, also summer, so what's going on now? Favorite and least favorite out of the bunch. So I uh, just want to streamline that question and just say, what is our favorite anime of the year so far and least favorite? Okay. 
And remember, a lot aired this year. <laughs> I know. Obviously, to me, as of right now, Fruit Basket's the final is Top Cake. It's it's in my top ten now. As I think there's no show that did what it did and that few amount of episodes that made me tear up like a little girl, especially towards the end. Like episode, like the, it was literally like episode eight or nine to like thirteen to the end. I was just dead. I I had the chaos type of vibe, so I have to remove a lot of my uh, my list. So do you want to go? Because I got to think about. So uh, I have least favorite, which is obviously X Arm. Um, it was very <laughs> fun to shit on, but it was not a good show. It was not good. Just, I hate using objectively, but objectively, not a good show. Yeah, it's, I, I don't want to say XR because we haven't even finished it, even though we know it's really I bad. I got four episodes in, so I do that, have that's four more episodes than enough. That, that's a third of the show. That's more than enough. All right, to be fair, it, it has a very cool premise. I'm go, I want to give the manga a chance at some point, but the anime is... <laughs> there's no saving that. No, no saving it that. is the best thing you've ever seen it's revolutionary no yeah just like you like to say it's it's revolutionary just backwards the opposite (laughs) yeah it was it's really bad i i could say x arm but i don't really want to say i kind of want to say a show that i actually watched throughout what was it the promised neverland was this year yeah it was actually it was uh, i think i think i'll actually I think I think I actually that's going to be my worst. Even though I haven't finished, I do See, plan on finishing I, it. I, I want to say that, but I haven't even got to the parts where it gets bad. I've gotten to the so, parts where yeah, it got bad. you've gotten to those parts, so you definitely can say that. But I stopped. They, they haven't even left the sanctuary yet, so I can't really even shit on the show. Well, to be fair, the sanctuary is literally not even an episode. Why no? <laughs> I just haven't gotten out of that part. Which I mean, I wasn't a fan of it anyways. I did think it was bad, but it wasn't X arm levels bad. So. Well, well, everything was fine in like the first three episodes, and then all of a sudden, it just went to shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got to episode four. So, I uh, so I'm, like on, I'm on episode eight. I'm on episode oh, eight yeah. or episode seven. One of those two. Yeah, it's hard trying to think of a favorite because I actually was looking. I haven't given anything a ten at all. Uh, this but year. It, it, but you know what? I'm gonna do this. So there's our favorite anime for like this year. But I'm gonna go favorite original, like a, a show that just came out. That's gonna be VV. I think VV just takes the cake like easily out of all these. And like, Two Year Eternity is good. Like, it's really good. Don't worry. Like, I, I still have to watch this week's episode because it just came out this today. But I don't think it could top VV. The amount of storytelling, character development from AIs, and just the questions that AIs have to answer or human questions that AIs try to answer. I think it was really well done. I think for me, the best of the year so far, which might really shock some people. I, I'm going to leave you to camp out. Obviously, I, of course, I'd give that. that. That is the 10 of this year. But as I've mentioned before, it could have been a clip art of them dragging the characters across the screen and then just shouting slurs at the screen for 20 minutes. And I would have given the season a 10. I am completely biased towards you to camp and I would admit that. So, obviously, everybody knows I would have said that, so I'll just leave that out. Um, for me, though, I think my favorites of the year, honestly, Nagatoro is what I've rated the highest out of everything I've seen this year. Um, it would be that or Mushoku Tensei. 
because I am really digging the the premise of it. Just wait till you watch VV, bro. Uh, I mean, VV might overtake it, but and I know this might shock people since I, I think a lot of people do know I love ReZero a lot. I really wasn't huge on the second core. Like, it's still a nine. <laughs> but died again. This is actually really funny. So he's he's probably talking over me. No, well, our internet died again. There's going to be a very awkward cut, guys. I'm so sorry. This episode is a shit show. Uh, Fucking Christ. So that's going to be another awkward cut. It is annoying. My internet keeps dying. Expect another awkward cut later on because I'm sure this internet is going to die. It sucks to you. I I feel like we're having, we have really good momentum going right now. And then it just keeps fucking dying. It knows. It just knows. It doesn't want us to succeed. Anyways, I, I was rambling about Mushiko Tensei. I think I got all my thoughts out before <laughs> the internet died. I did hear you talking over me saying I was uh, my internet was dead. So. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I guess you could just mute me then. Or, yeah, yeah, I'll probably just do that. We'll, we'll figure it out, guys. Don't worry. We'll, we'll no, please. I, I, have, I put my stream in. Uh, I, if he cuts it out right, I was just talking about anything. I was just talking about like how your voice is just like, it's akin to like a radio show host. That's what I think of any time I hear you voice. And like when you do record, it's uh you have a higher pitch voice. And you know Yeah, that. I raise the pitch. Yeah, I know. I, I am I use my customer service voice. I guess the best way to put it. And I, I do not. I literally just talk the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean I didn't even do it on purpose. It's just like subconsciously what happens. And people it's, know it's, too. I mean it, oh the Kikazoo fans out there that watch my YouTube, I, I use my normal speaking voice for that one, so you guys know how I usually sound. <laughs> Oh, no, he puts it deeper in, in those videos, too. <laughs> maybe you should... Uh, oh, actually, a uh, uh, quick thought. Um, maybe just turn off your video. Maybe that's like... Or is it just your whole internet just dying? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually don't know. I'm streaming my video to you. but uh, Yeah, I don't want to see your ugly ass. Anyways, well, speaking though... Uh, of, speaking so, of ugly ass, <laughs> I'm going well, to talk about how I almost got in a crash today. <laughs> I mean, we're in the middle of questions, but you can go ahead, I guess. Oh, uh, it, it just doesn't matter. All right, so I'm literally driving down the street, right? And I'm just like, you know, minding my business. I'm going like five over the speed limit. I'm not going to tell you what the speed limit is because who cares about that, right? There's this truck that's trying to go into the opposite lane. So I'm going straight, just like I'm going straight, and this truck is coming from my right side, going into the left lane, going all the way down. The, I'm going 50. Now you guys know the speed limit. I'm going 50. And this guy's no joke is going about five miles an hour. And he went in late. Like I was probably a good estimate was like 120 feet, 100 feet from him. And then he went. He had all the time in the world to go. And it's just like, why? I I literally almost like destroyed that guy. I could have killed him. You almost isekai'd him, dude. I could have isekai'd him, yeah. I was going to say, like, I have, like, <laughs> your luck right now. <laughs> yeah, my luck has been pretty shitty for all you uh, Kazi fans out there that know. But, yeah, thanks for the little uh, story time. Yeah, I, I'm so glad I'm, not, I'm, I'm alive. Not I'm really. Not, but let's... Yeah, uh, I was about to say. <laughs> jump over to these next questions. Thank you for the uh, question, though, Claire. Oh, uh, that was a good one. Um... We will jump on to the next one. Uh, we've answered this a long time ago, but we can give a maybe a, if we have an updated answer. This comes from at unapathetic. Thank you, at unapathetic. They ask, what is the best anime studio? Oh, I think uh, we didn't do best. We did favorite. Well, I mean, 
would they not go hand in hand in this instance or do you do you well i don't know well to to be fair like favorites and best are two different things or in my mind right well how do you want to how are we going to gauge this like best animation style or like best based on their works because if you say that like if you go best on their works i think you photo will be up there but then you can look up bone to say they have have much more quality shows over a span of like a long period of time mappa i mean they could be disgusting right now because they're putting out so many shows and God damn, those animators are probably not seeing the light of day for like 20 years. <laughs> or we can go like David Productions where like, as you saw with Fire Force, a lot of Shaft employees came over because of the scheduling that they have. It's like, it's kind of hard to gauge that. I think favorite would probably be best to do because I think best we personally, we would just be going off of their works. And I don't think that's well, kind of right. Because like you would say probably uh, Mappa, Wit Studio, uh, a shaft. Uh, I mean, in terms of best and favorite, I would still put Shaft up there, and that is because I really like their avant-garde style. That's the style they animate in, and for almost everything, which is they leave everything up for metaphor and interpretation, and leave a lot of empty space. And I think it is very aesthetically pleasing, uh, and it works well with fucking Monogatari, uh, Pretty Boy Detective Club, Nisekoi. Uh, it's to the detriment of Mechacousti actors, but I do love the, the visual style to it. So they're very good with almost everything they touch, but, um, hmm, if I were to go, you know, just based on, uh, if I were to say, I guess, multiple shaft, everything Madhouse has done that I have seen, I think has looked flawless. So to be fair, they haven't had, they've been having a bad track record for the past couple of years. Well, like the last, yeah, like the last 10 years. I mean, this is the reason fun fact the reason mappa is created is because of madhouse and the one of the leads that they, they were on a decline and did not like the direction they were going and they wanted to pump out more anime original stuff uh, i know that's funny to say now considering mappa is only doing sequels and you know manga uh popular manga series but they, mappa's intention was to make original so- shows but um yeah madhouse apart from you know like no game no life and uh one punch man they haven't really pumped out anything crazy in the last 10 years one parasite and soda yori so they have their they have their bangers here and there but mostly stinkers or things they're just not animating yeah so yeah like would go like pre like 2012 2013 madhouse that would be a Mm -hmm. good studio that would be a good benchmark out there um for me i mean gintama's my favorite show Sunrise, especially like Samurai Shampoo, I like their aesthetic. But Sunrise, they did do Samurai Shampoo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, the aesthetic they have, the music direction they have with Gintama, like Sunrise to me is pretty much hand in hand with Gintama. And the way they did the show, it's like, <laughs> it's how you make a manga go above and beyond and like have its own source material from the source material. And that's what I really like. Because there is a lot of... There's not a lot, but there is some anime original stuff that's just not in the manga. Oh, sorry. Forgive me. Samurai Shampoo was not Sunrise, but it was Cowboy Bebop. It was Cowboy Bebop. Okay. I got those confused. Same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Same same vibe for both. Same vibe, yeah. So. 
I'll put Sunrise. Uh, sadly, I would put Mappa, Mappa, because they do have a lot of works right now. Even though I don't kind of agree with their business, with their at working conditions right now, mm-hmm. they have put out quality content. As I don't think they should be putting out this much right now, but apparently they want to. Putting a lot on their plate, but I, I mean, their quality speaks for itself. Mostly, most of the time, it is looked good. So. If we're, if we're just put those aside, you know, yeah. which to be fair, I, I mean, we have had these, I have had these discussions with other people. It is an industry wide problem. So I, I don't think blaming just Mappa is, you know, the real thing here is just, you know, they're the, they're the face of that. They're the face of the problem. Right yeah. Is, this has been a is doing the exact same thing. Madhouse is doing the exact same thing. Almost think, every single studio is. I think since Mappa has been on the radar, especially with the Taco Titan final season, the final season, that's why that's been getting so much more hate than in the past couple more couple of years because mm-hmm. they're putting all these banger shows are made by Mappa. So like in turn, that's how they're working their animators so much more to put out this quality. And so in turn, Mappa is becoming the scapegoat rather, even though yeah. most people should know that this happens everywhere. And it's yeah. ingrained in J- Japanese culture that, you know, if you're not working enough or hard enough, you're not going to get the respect you n- deserve. That kind of yeah, thing. It's a, it's a societal problem with Japan, for sure. Again, like, so that's a different conversation. But um, I think most of the time with, I, I don't know why it's happening, especially this year, but most of the time people got to understand that this is a cultural problem, not just an industry problem. Yes, Industries and corporations are overworking their employees, but you also got to understand that most of the employees think this is okay, and that's kind of something that's hard to change. So, I uh, respect the animators, yes, but you know it's going to be impossible, I think, at this point to remove that culture, since, as Jake said, work culture is something very massive in Japan, mm-hmm. and it's seen as a sign of respect. So, it sucks. Things could hopefully change, but I don't think it'll it'll change for a bit. And I think a lot uh, of people. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say they're they're dying for our sins to to make good shows. <laughs> yeah, they're the martyrs. I think uh, even uh, just like a quick off hand to- or on topic, off topic, you should uh, that kind of thing. A lot of people did think that like since Netflix was starting to like dabble its hand into the, the industry, that they were gonna start like you know more pay for everyone. So apparently they've been like paying at the minimum amount for like frames for yeah frames. And underpaid for yasuke well and they also you know of course gave under budget to record ragnarok right netflix has been very bad when it comes to this and it sucks because they are one of the most wealthy industries or corporations right now so yeah i would like to see more money go to you know not only to make the shows high quality but you know to increase the people that are making these things raise their quality of life um, but not much we can do about that, sadly. We can we can we can only raise awareness. That's really all we can do. Yep, we'll we'll be the change. We'll we'll make the drill to pierce the heavens. Gurren Lagann. That's a Gurren Lagann it's, reference for you kiddos out there. Dynamax, Gynamax, Gynax, Gynax. Huh? I was about to say Dynamax, well, bro. I'm talking and I guess about Pokemon. I, just to jump out of the question, just to add to it. Um, even though I'm, a lot of trigger works are, you know, misses, I really do like that they almost always go with original plots and their style. Like, you you know trigger when you see their style. 
there's this Star Wars anime that's coming out soon that has like a multitude of different like studios working on it that are working on their own individual episodes. Trigger is in charge of one of them, and it's very clear. Like you know, it's Trigger. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to put a bunch of different studios like with their art styles up next to each other, the very first one I would probably point out is Trigger. That was the one I'd recognize the first, and for that I think it's super cool. Like. And they, they have a d- bunch of different styles in all their shows, too, but I would be able to tell immediately that it's Trigger. Mm-hmm. Like, you show me Kill a Kill and Promare next to each other. They don't look the same, but you could definitely tell they are about Trigger. They have their own, they have that distinct style. It's like the signature mark on the artist, yeah. that kind of thing. So I would definitely throw them in there, even if I'm not a huge fan of all of their And their my works, video just I cut out. Like and Jake's camera just died. Everything is hitting the fucking fan tonight. Everything <laughs> is hitting the fan. Yeah, so no. I th- it was like 50 minutes, so I'll have to like clear up some space. It's not like I've uploaded the YouTube. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway. I'll, I'll get to it. Um, but here's uh, another question. This comes from at WolfZ11. Thank you, uh, WolfZ. And they ask, what is your favorite anime music producer? Uh, and I mean, I don't know how many you pay attention to or know, but there is one obvious one that we're both probably going to say here, uh, which is Kevin Pankin. Yeah, uh, yeah he's Pankin, done. Made in Abyss. Yeah, Made in Abyss, uh, The Rising of the Shield Hero. A lot of people don't talk about The Rising of the Shield Hero because mostly because like it's supposed to have it already has a season two and season three, and there's yeah. still no season two right now. But I mean, The Rising of the Shield Hero, like the music was really good. Like it was, it's still good work from him. Mm-hmm. But and, and uh, he did uh, Tower of God too. Tower of God, yeah. But Made in Abyss, like. That's how you elevate a series just by using music alone. The music tells its own story with the images. It's like you yeah, get it's... more you get more out of it with those still images than if you didn't have the, the, the music. Well, and I think that's really... we've mentioned <laughs> yeah, we mentioned before that like we think it's the best soundtrack like ever. I, I still stand by that. Uh it is quite easily the best anime soundtrack out there especially the movie um mm-hmm. i i i'm not one to get like super emotional I, I love music and i love listening to music all the time but i really haven't had anything drive me to tears just based on it alone and uh, made in abyss has multiple songs that's done that uh like li- literally just listening to uh god hanazeve no uh push goes tears oh, i remember the name it's the one from uh the movie but the one of the Hanazevas, I was listening to it and I like literally felt tears at the end of it. Same with Tomorrow. Same with a lot of the songs on the tracks. It's just they they hit you emotionally and they give you goosebumps like and it's just an experience listening to those songs. <laughs> the like, Prusco sequence to all those. over. Prusco <sighs> sequence, oh my lord. That that song is everything tugs at the heartstrings. And uh I'm not one that like listens to OSTs themselves. There are specific shows that do that too, but like for the most part, I won't like go back and listen to shows OSTs. Made in Abyss is one of the exceptions. Uh, so. Compared to you, like I think uh, I listen to classical. I do listen to classical like here and then. Um, I Japanese music, eighties, nineties, that kind of thing. So I, I doubt. What you mean like? composed i guess pieces rather than you know regular songs which yeah. is what kevin picking does is composed mm-hmm. so. but it does give me like uh vibes of like powerful pieces that have been around for a long time and it kind of feels like 
nostalgic in a way. Those, 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 uh, maybe because it was the movie, that kind of thing, and there hasn't been like made it a business so long. That's what, I, that's what it felt to me. It kind of felt like a nostalgic, like a callback when listening to it. I don't know if you can like call you can like call them that. That's just like my my little like my little two my two cents. Well, it's because it. it's orchestral and it's not necessarily seen too heavily on here. I mean, the way he composes, I'm almost certain he would pull from like people like Beethoven more than he would somebody from <laughs> the nineties. The way you said Beethoven. <laughs> Beethoven. I don't know how you pronounce his name, it's but you know, he would pull from like Mozart uh, and um, you'd pull from them before you know he would look back and somebody like from the 90s or 80s from a rock band, which I don't know what his musical influences are. I'm just saying it's clear that he's taken from 200 years ago than he did from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It just shows his um, expansive knowledge of, of music. Yeah, but just so we don't like uh, continue this Kevin Pink and Circle Jerk, I'll add in another one, which, you know, they shouldn't sock anybody, but Akiyumi uh, Tatayama, the composer of Yudu Camp's soundtracks and Heia Camp as well. Um, I love every single song in that soundtrack. Uh, it is one of my favorites of all time, uh, behind Made in Abyss. As much as I love Yudi Camp, Made in Abyss, and Kevin Pankin. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to beat. But Yudi Camp and Hey Camp, uh, they are just as good. I think it encapsulates the entire feel of the series perfectly. Has a lot of the folk feel in it. It honestly actually makes me kind of want to play ukulele every time I listen to it. But I love just how cozy it feels and also it gives this sense of adventure especially with some hey camp uh songs and that is because that series is meant for adventure and it's just fun cozy it adds corny dramaticness like it, it makes sure that when it has like these serious moments in its songs that it's corny on purpose like it'll mash the piano keys or it'll add the ukulele and start making it play fast uh it's so like it doesn't take itself too seriously at parts, and I really enjoy that about it. So yeah, it's everything. It's as important to Uticamp as the animation and everything else is because that show is entirely built on its sound and atmosphere, and it builds that atmosphere perfectly. So thank you, Tatiyama. I love you. What's up? Oh, I was talking about uh, Uticamp. You know, I know you plug your ears the whole time. Oh, sorry. I have my headphones uh, muted. So, uh, yeah, yeah I am on episode nine of your camp, um, that kind of thing. But uh, just to add, I, yeah, I don't know the director, but whoever directed the Gintama soundtrack, I love you. You are the best. I I, I, I had a feeling you're gonna bring up Gintama when I saw this question, and I will say I like the Gintama soundtrack. But my problem with the Gintama soundtrack, which <laughs> everybody should probably song. agree with, they use the same <laughs> fucking songs. There's about twenty songs, I think, on the original soundtrack. Oh, and it's 200 episodes, mind you, on the first season. They reuse the shit out of them. Mind you, it's funny. Sometimes it's a part of the joke, but, like, yeah, they use the same exact soundtracks a lot. Even, like, Modell. They use Modell's songs for non-Modell-related things. So. But if you're there, that, that theme is a banger. <laughs> it is a banger. So, yeah. So. It is a good soundtrack, but uh, I don't know if I put it in my favorites. And I want to say people like the pillows, but, you know, they're not composers, so I don't think that counts. Um, and yeah, I think that's it really. Kevin Pakin and Akiyumi Tatayama. They're probably the top two for me. And Kevin Pakin, unanimous, even if Tell was here, he would probably agree. We all love Made in Abyss' soundtrack. Primarily what I'm most excited about for for season two is the soundtrack, if I'm being completely honest. It, yeah, it's kind of weird because, well, 
you know what's gonna happen. I know, like, I think I'm a volume ahead. I think something like that after the after the show. I, I also said I was gonna read it, and I just like I have like volume six and seven. No, you right definitely here. should read it. It's okay. gonna be great. And mind you, I'm not trying to downplay what the content of the season is. It's just the music is that fucking good. Yeah, it's it's dare say better than the actual anime. <laughs> 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 to be fair, the Maiden Abyss is still like a disgustingly great. Oh, it's great. Well, Can't wait God, for this next. Two. This next question might uh might tear rift between us. Everyone's favorite waifu of the year so far, and this comes from at your bitches senpai. Thank you, uh, senpai. This year. Yep, waifu of the year. So. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know if it's the definitive one from this year, but I'm gonna say Roxy. From Mushoku Tensei, dude, she was. I love her designs so. I gotta much. see what came out. This uh, this uh, all right. Keep them entertained. I'm I'm gonna look up uh season. Oh, I'm looking at the rest for this season too. <laughs> um, I would definitely say hmm, Roxy Nagatoro. Obviously, I love Nagatoro to death. Holy dude, it just hit me. It's 2020. It's literally almost done yep, with that. Twenty twenty. More than halfway through uh, 2021. It's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, that, so that just hit me. I would say Roxy Nadeshko, obviously. I love her to death. Um, and I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. Oh, I from Wonder Egg. I loved her too, but I wouldn't put her at the top. Yeah, I, 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 based on everything I've seen, I would definitely say Roxy. Yeah. So let's see. There's Nagatoro, uh, Sayu. But the season does look promising on the waifu front. I I'm sure someone from Kanajo no Kanajo will replace that. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything else. I mean, yeah, the way of the house husband. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, Vivi got some bangers. Not gonna lie. Not gonna Boy, lie. Can I mean quintessentials? aired this year Jay. you got a pretty fucking easy answer it's not the easy answer all right everyone knows miku's number one but you got to know what's number two right <laughs> i mean this That's is fair like, i guess it's there's there's no call yeah i mean roxy be my number two behind Nadeshko, obviously so uh, let's see horamiya Oh, I forgot about Horimiya. She was she was adorable, but I didn't finish it. So, but uh, you you missed the best part. She's actually like into like. Oh, I know, dude. I know she's a freak, dude. But she is. <laughs> Trust me, I, I saw that scene. Don't worry. <laughs> what else? I wonder. I can tell about the final. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> I was getting reminded how it came out almost like. Almost a well, year ago. Um, I'm assuming you don't have an answer. <laughs> I'm just not so. Oh, you know what? Uh, screw it, dude. I'm gonna go with the. <sighs> Son of a bitch! I forgot her name. Uh, the second one is gonna be the girl from Eight Six. Oh my god, I can't remember her name. Oh, remember. uh, Lena, right? Lena, yeah, Lena. Or no, 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 not Lena. Uh, her name is a uh, Vladina, 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 something like that. Yeah. 
I mean, people are just colored, I know, so. Yeah, that's what they call her, but she's actually a major, so uh, you're actually wrong. Okay, well, anyways, yes, I mean, those are our answers. The uh, reason I wanted to rush through it, because uh, you had brought up, or I brought up, I guess, Quince for you, and I brought up Uticamp, but this ties into this question. This comes from at Needs More Squiz. <laughs> Thank you, Squiz. <laughs> they ask, if you had to rebrand your whole account for a series you literally never talk about, and, like, in... Or I was going to bring up their examples because I talk about like Kuseki no Kuni and Gleipnir a lot. You talk about quintessentials. Uh, so what would it be? Like something we'd never talk about but would want to. Eramagus. <laughs> no. Oh, speaking of which, we hadn't plugged it this week. I don't know if we plugged it last week, which I'm we very impressed if we didn't. We didn't. Mm. We keep messing up on our plug. Anyways, right, guys, for me, I mean, I talk. Well, go hold ahead. Hold on. If we get enough money for the Ko-Fi, it's not going to be a twerk video. It's actually going to be a sound bar. So we could just instead oh, yeah, of instead of us having to plug in Arrow Manga, we're gonna have a robot do it. <laughs> it's foolproof, right? We won't forget it, and it'll be easy. Yeah, we'll just clip fucking Sagiri and even Kage voices and have it on here. Um, but for me, I mean, this is probably more geared towards me, anyways. Uh, no Kuni and Gleipnir and Yudicamp. I talk about those three a lot, and obviously, I branded myself as. Mifune from Gleipnir before the whole Nadeshko thing, so um, if I were to talk about a series primarily, I mean, it might sound weird, but I mean, My Hero, I think, <laughs> I only talk about My Hero when I read it, but it's one of my favorite series, I think I would rebrand to Pop Step, I think, honestly, so I, I think it would be that, so maybe like a Vigilantes thing, I, don't even I know that's I a have... weird answer, oh my bad, I don't even have, like, a brand for my thing. I mean, I just have Miko as my picture, but I don't really, like, talk about anything. Well, I'd say your brand, honestly, to me, at least, I don't know if it's the same for everybody else, but it's Gentoki and Miku. So Yeah, that would be the two most common characters that I have, so I would have to go for something else. Mm. I don't know what I would pick, actually. Mob? No. one. I'll probably go One Punch Man. When I actually okay. read it, because I know it's it's a banging series. It's just that I'm not in my manga phase right now. I think I'm Rental Girlfriend. I'm like on episode like chapter sixty. <laughs> like yeah. I'm going you're so on, slow. You're on the slog, yeah. I mean, you got to get to hundred. You can see the banger. I know, but it's just like oh, I don't want to read it. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. So yeah, I would probably I would probably go with the One Punch Man because I I do I do love one's art, and that really like says a lot. Well, I mean, to be f- completely fair, he's not the one that does the uh, <laughs> the manga art that we're going to be reading. It's, uh, God, I'm forgetting his name. Matsumura? I, I don't know. Moretta? He's a, like he's a, le- uh, yeah, oh yeah, there you go. Mar- Maruta, Moretta. I have his fucking manga on my shelf. I could have just looked at it, but I'm not going to. Sorry, my boy, but you're a legend. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say, you had brought up the soundboard, and this ties into another question, also from Squish, though. Uh, he asks... You guys always advertise your Patreon, so tell us, the viewers, where does this money go to? And he put in parentheses, if you don't answer, then you're a pussy. Well, Jake <laughs> answered. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, we want to so get a soundboard, and yeah, I'll go ahead. So so right now, as right now, like most, of the, most no, actually, no, all of the Patreon money is going directly to our RSS <laughs> goddamn Dropbox. <laughs> yeah, just the, um, so I'm eating a muffin, uh, RSS just in case you guys didn't know is you know our hosting service it's just to not bore you guys to death it's how we distribute the podcast that costs money so we're using some of the patreon money to pay for that 
as well as our Dropbox, which is how we upload so we can have clean audio. The first 10 or 12 episodes, we used a bot that recorded our audio, but obviously it would not have worked, especially with me disconnecting three times this episode. So we use our like Audacity and our uh, we just upload our clips to a Dropbox. Both of those cost money. So right now, the Patreon money covers those costs, helps us run the episode, and helps you guys, you know, and you guys get bonus content in return. Uh, hopefully in the future, when more people, you know, come to it, we'll be able to buy soundboards, cameras, things like that. Well, I think, like, as of right now, I think my camera is, like, all right. Well, you guys won't be able to not, see it. but Not I mean, cameras, but we'll make upgrades, you know. Uh, yeah. Green I'll screens, possibly. Green screens. If our YouTube pops off. Well, I think if by that time we would start streaming. Mm-hmm. You'd yeah, just a lot of things. I, the short the the short answer is it's going towards the podcast. That's where the Patreon money is going. Yeah, like, I'm not really pocketing, and it, it's going technically to me, but I'm not pocketing any any of it. It's it's going back to the podcast. So yeah, like the Ko-Fi is probably like the best way for us to like just directly get a soundbar. Yeah, or sound yeah, board. and it would get a the yeah, Ko-Fi get us the money direct quickly. Like we have really nothing to offer in the Ko-Fi. Sorry, but. Uh, it does help us get the money quicker uh, so we can get the soundboard quicker and um, we'll still figure out things to do on the Kofi you know uh, if we become a bigger show we can put out merch and stuff but you know that's uh, that's, that's for like three years from now so what are you <laughs> talking we're about, making dude? superstars what are you talking about dude we're about to have the ass bottles water bottles <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah from the the water sponsorship that didn't carry out i forgot the name so we can't really shit talk him jake we can't but, no, uh, so yeah so ethan uh he he put out a letter just like hey like put our podcast out and we can have we could sell water bottles and of course they don't respond <laughs> yeah, hey you don't gotta tell my shortcomings look all right that, that's the that's the sponsorship uh info that happens in the background we are we, we will get one eventually don't worry we're, we're going to get one from AutoZone. <laughs> well, we still have some good questions to answer. And, um, yeah, it's been, we've been going for a bit, but I actually do want to get through these questions, though. So, um, hmm. I was just looking at one. I don't know why I forgot. This guy's stupid. Oh, okay, this comes from Ad, uh, Unapathetic again. And I'm also going to just combine this with uh, a question from at Luffy the Second, but he asked, do you prefer plot-driven stories or character-driven stories more? And then Luffy's question is basically the same, where he asks, what's more important, a bad story with great character or a great story with bad characters? And then they, he, he provides an example. He says great characters are more important than the story. Uh, and he gave the example of being Tenet. He thinks that it's a really cool story, but it has badly written characters, which I would agree with. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I just want to answer both the questions, like because it's basically the same thing. If, if plot is better or if character is better, I don't know if you have an answer for that. Oh, I'm drinking my water. <laughs> okay, I thought you just lost in thought. Um, no. Um, you want to go first, or you want me to go? Yeah, I was gonna say it, it's. This is always something that I jump back and forth between, and it might sound contradictory for you guys that have seen my or heard my Eva opinions. Um. That's a character-driven show, but I think it is under the guise of being plot-driven. Or It's a plot-driven show that thinks it's character-driven to me. And uh, while the characters are good, uh, the plot suffers because of it. So I think I'm mostly a guy that likes a good balance between both. But uh, if I were to look at all of my favorite series, it's mostly the characters that outweigh the plot. Uticamp, there's no plot, it's all character. Hoseki no Kuni, while I think the plot is cool, the main appeal and draw is Foss's character journey. 
and in turn what Foss is going through kind of is the plot. Um, Gintama, the <laughs> it's, it's entirely a character-based comedy, character-based story. So I think I would have to say characters. Uh, after all, they are you know the most important pieces in any story. You have to have good characters if you want to have something good. You can have a collection of decent characters and have a great plot, though. That could still work. But in turn, if you want to have an amazing plot, you got to have amazing characters to back it up. Yeah, a lot of my top ten is is driven by characters. You know, Toradora, Gintama, Monogatari, that kind of thing. Monogatari is kind of like the the good, the very good mix of both great characters and great great story. Mm-hmm. And the way I see it is the character driven is more of like a roommate, someone you're going to see all the time. So you like to see what they do. And the story plot is that guy that always comes into your house that you don't want to see. <laughs> that made no sense, but sure. I, it's a, I, I tried to think of something witty and it just didn't happen. But um, what I mean by that is just like, a plot driven is like has to be set in stone from the beginning. It can't but just be like halfway in because then it's like halfway character, halfway plot. But then like to me, it just like it's kind of a it, it's kind of weird whenever that happens with with plot driven stories. I, I can't think of like some that I watched it recently. It would be what Promise Neverland would be one that <laughs> yeah that should show. Um, eight six right now. Eight six. Yeah, I, say, I mean, plot driven is definitely something that has a bunch of moving pieces. It could even be a bunch of different character storylines that are an effect of it. Like, um, like ass class would definitely be something that's plot driven. There's a clear end goal. There's a clear starting goal. There's a clear set path that they're all going on. But there's also you know multiple characters that you have to care about. Um, Monogatari, like you had mentioned. Each arc has its own set story and plot that it's following, but it is entirely driven by the characters. So, yeah. And even ReZero is the perfect match, in my opinion, too. This plot is super interesting, but Subaru is uh, uh, primarily why I love the show. So, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I drew a blink on the question. <laughs> the yeah, char- I mean... Character-driven the, is the best, in, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think that's what you were just trying to say, is that character-driven is the best, yeah. which that's what I was here for. And I would agree with you like on your Tenet thing. I think Tenet is a case of focusing too much on your plot and not about the characters, because, yeah, I don't give a shit about the main character at all, uh, which was David Tenet or whatever the hell his name was. Um, you don't really feel anything. There is the the secondary characters. Spoilers for you guys for Tenet, by the way, but... The, his partner or whatever turns out at the end that he uh actually came from the future and worked for tenet who was the guy that set all of this shit in motion and his final mission was to take a bullet for tenet and die so then you're like oh you're supposed to feel bad at the end and like oh shit he died for this guy and he was his best friend but you don't really feel or give a shit about that because these characters were not fleshed out at all because this movie was too focused on its plot and that's the that's the case that could happen with a lot of these. I don't think the detriment of focusing on your two characters is as big as or focusing on your characters too much is as big as focusing on your plot too much. Eva, while it focused on its characters too much and forgot about its plot, it's still a good show. Tenet focused on its plot too much or on its yeah, on its plot too much and not the characters. And I don't think it's a good movie. 
So, yeah, character-driven is much more important and better. Uh, brother, I'm not going to lie. I almost fell asleep. I know, it's boring. I, I'm sure everybody tuned out by now, if they're still listening, you know. Oh, 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 no, I'm telling you, I almost just fell asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's late. So, so well, I'm going to well, think... Well, I think well, hold on. it's time. We still got good. Hold on. We, we, hey, I you really know what? We, to we, this need, we need to stop. All right. <laughs> I'm actually tired. <laughs> I know. I really wanted to answer this question, though, All from right. Dojinchi Shogo. Shigo. God damn it. And they ask, with the sudden boom of the medium's popularity, how long, in your opinion, will it take for anime to become truly mainstream? Mm, the reason okay. I wanted to answer this is because I'd say it's already mainstream. Yeah. I Like, even at work, like... I can talk about it and like I would there's like a couple of people that I, that I don't even think that they would that they that, that talk about it. it's like it's that mainstream that's not really main mainstream but it's still like mainstream it's like I would I top. would still disagree and say it's truly mainstream at this point because <coughs> like if you would ask me two years ago this question I would maybe have a different answer but at this point in time I think it's truly mainstream. We're getting a Made in Abyss movie. Promise Neverland is getting Netflix adaptations. They're adapting a bunch of anime series. I wear a skate brand clothing that has Dragon Ball in it. And another skate brand just picked up Hunter x Hunter. They're also a bunch of My Hero style clothing. Have a bunch of skate companies and a bunch of fashion companies in general are adapt- adapting anime stuff. Guess, and yeah, it was Guess, which is a big brand. They did a Naruto collab. It's like people are acknowledging that anime is this big thing. Um, yeah, like Jake said, you can also just talk about it freely in public and nobody's going to care now. I walk around with Dragon Ball shit and not, nobody bats an eye. Like, it's the cool thing now. So, I think I it's true. I would say it's cool. I would, I would, I would definitely say, say people treat it as the cool thing. I would, it's accepted. I would, a lot of people, at least with the Shonen, they try to treat it as the cool thing. Well, it's, the shonen with the, it's the Shonen junkies, right? We hate Shonen junkies. Yeah, Branch out shonen to other too. shows, dude. Anime is not just about Shonen. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. I still think it's like it needs like one little push. I still don't think it's like. I wouldn't say you know it's I guess on the level of like Marvel and stuff here or like the, the big mainstream. But I would say it is damn near truly mainstream. Yeah, like well, I think I, I think it's just like I think it's not quite there but it's like there that kind of thing it just needs like one more step you're in the opinion that it's already there i would say by at least at the very damn least 2025 it'll be because the only leeway i would give here or like credence is that the anime movies still get limited runs and as far as i guess broadcasting aside from like crunchyroll or like Funimation, the only block I can think of that streams or uh, plays on live TV to like the masses is Toonami, and they only get Saturdays yeah. in, in America at least. Well, so it's like most people, at least other stations and st- streaming services, only relegate a small portion of their time to anime. But I think as time goes on, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna allow them to have more freedom, I guess. Yeah. But for the most part, like I said, I, I still think it's I still think it's in the very big mainstream. Almost everybody knows or has seen an anime at this point. Yeah. Like any young person. Yeah, I remember like a long time ago, like close to like ten years ago, like if you would go on like Cartoon Network or like Boomerang, like at like two AM, three AM, they would be playing anime. I remember Yeah, Toonami, still around. No, no, no. It was like I don't think it was Toonami. 
It was I, on Coach Network. It was Toonami. Oh. Well, anyways, yeah, there was that. I remember because I was like, oh, it's stay up at night. I'll just be downstairs just watching TV. Yeah, dude, Toonami's my ship. But, yeah, there's still other good questions, but we'll answer them next time with Tail. Uh, Jake is falling asleep, and I agree. It is very late. It's, it's 1 a.m. Holy shit, it's 1 a.m. It's what. Well, to be fair, like, we had issues with this. And yeah, our episode crashed a bit, but, I mean, even then, we still well past the, the hour mark. I, At least I think so. Yeah, I don't think we, this, this episode's going to do great. <laughs> oh, I think it'll do great. Look, our momentum was great. Aside, and, look, our banter and everything was fine. I hate you. Uh, unless you guys have comments you want to leave for us, uh, you can tell us otherwise. But I think it was a fine episode. If you want more well, questions, I mean, please answer. Please answer our little tweets on on Twitter. Please. <laughs> well, yeah, well, people are answering them. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. We want more. We want more content. We want to farm. I mean, help you guys understand this yeah, more. We're, we're greedy little whores. But I mean, we can just speed through this one though. Um, I mean, I know Tell's not here, and it's usually meant for all three of us but you know what have you been watching and reading recently aside from the seasonals unless it's nothing uh i just it's just been seasonal i'm probably just gonna finish the rest of my watching right now it's like golden boy ace attorney second season uh you do camp promise everland i'm probably just gonna finish those shows before all the other shows come out and reading wise i mean girl rent to girlfriend chapter 60 that's it. I was gonna I was gonna read Matuno Slave, but I just I like oh, had it open. To. I just had it open and I just didn't. I just didn't read it. I think I fell asleep. <laughs> I feel you. I mean, mostly all I did uh, in this week, I just finished Dota Hedoro. Um, I don't remember. I I don't think I said I finished it last week, but you know, I finished it. Yeah, I I think it was after the episode, most definitely. Uh, oh, it was good. Very weird. I'm going to read the manga. I'm looking forward to it. And the only other thing I could think I could think of, I watched the first episode of One Week Friends. That's the manga I'm also reading. Watch the seasonals, of course. And uh, other than that, I'm just going to be reading Call of the Night, which is uh, another shonen series. I just picked up the first volume today. I'm going to be reading that probably tonight, actually. So nothing too crazy this week. Yeah, nothing too crazy this week. I've mostly been just... You know, been playing Dead by Day, like hots back into that god awful game. You too, Jake. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm about to be a rank eight killer, I think something like that, and I'm already a rank eight survivor. I haven't played in a while, but they're having an anniversary, their fifth anniversary, so you get free stuff. Well, who else gets? Well, it's not free stuff, but they pay for it. They it's get our, stuff. Uh, our patrons. <laughs> Yeah, definitely not free. They're they're giving us money, but we're giving them some quality content in return. The quality part is debatable. It's always been debatable but, ever since we started this pod. We don't pull out quality. Just, but if you head on over to patreon.com slash askcast, you can be like one of our beautiful patrons here like Outdated, Hadrian, Corbin, Fanner, M4 Blitz, and our newest patron, Flamjam. Thank you guys so much for being patrons. We uh, hope you guys stick around. We'll be making more bonuses. We promise. We put out our two like we uh, said we would last time. And also our <laughs> bonuses week week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were bonuses. Look, one of our bonuses, if you guys are also interested, it was our very first practice recording. Um, it was always intended to be a bonus. We knew like back then when we made it, this would probably be like released as bonus content if we had ever made a Patreon because that wasn't even like something we had thought of at that time. But 
it was always intended to be released at some point. It's on our Patreon now. If you guys want to hear the progression of the show, it'd be, I think it's something interesting. I actually haven't gone back and listened to it myself, but I want to see how like different it was. I'm sure we are a lot more nervous. I mean, it's still probably just as shitty, but I'm, I, I'm sure we are a lot more nervous, a lot more dead air and things like that. Yeah, there's. I, th- I think, well, one, our internet connection is better, so now uh, we know when someone actually stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. It was it was pretty bad over there, but, yeah, it's, I feel like we... I don't think we've improved quality-wise, but I think a lot of the dead air has... There's not as much anymore. Yeah, but you try to fill the void. Instead of just and, cutting. Uh, that we're about to have some dead air there. I don't know if that was part of the joke. No, but, uh, yeah, damn it, we should have done it. <laughs> Yeah, just a reminder, uh, we have three tiers on our Patreon, a uh, $2 tier, it gets you a special role on Discord, and it's just a way to help contribute to us, and our 5 and $10 tier is a special role on Discord as well, but you also get access to our bonus episodes, and um, whatever extra content we add later on, we, we ask question threads, we put out special posts for you guys, and um, just best ways to, uh, not best ways, yeah, there, there's other ways to support us, but this is a very nice way to support us, we thank you guys so much again. We also got some donations in our Kofi too, so you know that's a good way to help us get our soundboard and stuff and help improve the podcast. So a lot has been happening. Thank you guys so much. Again, can't stress it enough. Head on over to patreon.com slash askcast if you want to help us out that way. If you want to help help us out another way though, and still one of the best ways to do it is to listen to us on the following platforms, which is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, sorry, I left that out, all at anime safe space. We're also on Twitter at Anime Safe Space. Feel free to tweet at us, DM us, and give us suggestions, questions, if you just want to shoot the shit. And if you want to meet other ass fans, you can head on over to the link down below. Uh, we have our Discord server. We do AMQ nights, game nights, watch-alongs, and uh, we just shoot the shit in our servers, talk talk with people, and you get just, just meet other ass fans. A lot of people in that server, and been adding a lot of things, so it's very fun. Yeah, I think we're around like two fifty two members. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna yeah, check. We have right a now. lot of members in there. A lot of ass fans. To be fair, yeah, we have a lot of members, and uh, I'm. We're just, we're still looking at how to like make the Discord like a bit more fun, like right, a bit more interactive. Yeah, dude, so. there, there's some improved like there's some crazy ass servers that I'm looking at, and I'm like, dude, but I feel like we're like boomers when it comes to this. Yeah, we we are boomers, but I mean, you live and you learn, right? You. That's all we gotta hey, do. Sonic Adventure reference there, dude. Exactly, dude. That song is a banger. You cannot tell me otherwise. Just like this podcast, am I right? Ah. Uh, no. All right, I'm ending it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>